And now, a bit of romance. Two girls on a quest to find which rom-com is the best. P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Hello, and welcome to P.S. I Love Rom-coms, the rom-com review podcast where we watch, rate, and relate rom-coms to our own lives. We're your hosts. I'm Mia. And I'm Allie. Now, Valentine's Day is fast approaching, so to celebrate this holiday of love, we thought that for the month of February, we should read real-life rom-com moments and stories from our listeners. So some of these stories have happy endings and others have unexpected endings, (laughs) but all of them have a dash of romance. Now, I love romance. And before we dive into our first story, we wanted to see if we, Mia and Allie, had any romantic rom-com-like moments this week. Allie, uh, did you have any um, any meet-cutes or cross-town chases? <gasps> oh, you know what? I actually had a... Um, I would say kind of like a clumsy girl moment um, oh. where it's like, oh, look how quirky and clumsy I am. Um, except it wasn't as um, uh, cute as I had hoped. But um, so I have been following this very handsome gentleman on Instagram who makes like homemade pasta and like, oh, my God, post I mean, pictures of his homemade pasta i mean right isn't that like it's like oh i'm a chef like yeah (laughs) very like mostly martha um julian julian no yeah sells pasta on instagram amazing yes so quirky um and so i was like okay i'm gonna take a leap and i'm gonna go like order pasta from him and pick it up at his apartment and um oh my god i guess like you know, I wasn't expecting a rom-com moment to happen. I was expecting to just get some, you know, very good homemade pasta. But I I got to his apartment and he was like, I expected him just to give me the pasta. And I'd be like, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Got some pasta. But he was like, oh, you look so familiar. Have we <gasps> met each other before? Oh, my God. <laughs> Basically, like opening the door for me to talk about myself, um, share something personal, maybe allow us to, uh, I don't know, connect on some common interests. But instead I said, um, (laughs) no, no, I just stalk you on Instagram. Um, And then I know, Mia, it gets worse. It gets so much worse. And then he was like, I like I found a good parking spot. And so I like was standing outside of his apartment. You know, we're both wearing masks. It's it's, we're socially distanced. It's safe. But he was (laughs) like, hey, um, I was just about to walk somewhere. Can I like walk you home or or something like that? And I was like, again, opening the door for another (gasps) romantic moment. But instead (laughs) I went, no, my car is parked right here. Oh, my Um, God. I knew. I know. I know. Oh God, it's so okay. bad. It's okay. We don't I, talk to people keep, a lot right now, so we don't. I, we're yeah. not prepared. We're not. We don't have our normal like savvy, um, savviness for, for, I for just a moment keep, like this. But I like double self sabotaged, and then to put you know the bow on you know the gift that was my fuck up. I just like 
he was saying like goodbye or something, or I don't know, something probably lovely again. And I was like talking to him, but not looking where I was going. And I walked straight into my car (gasps) and like it hit me right in my solar plexus. And instead of just like, I could have just like brushed it off, like no biggie. But instead I screamed, fuck, ow. (laughs) And it was just like, not graceful at all um and i was hoping that like his pasta would be shitty and then i could be like well at least you know (gasps) his pasta shitty and like oh we won't you know end up together in a beautiful like pasta eating relationship but it was delicious his pasta was delicious and i'm a fool oh my god no you know you're just in the first act ali there's plenty of time for pasta boy and klutzy lady to make it work (laughs) oh my gosh i feel like our rom-com would be titled like al dente or oh like oh my god oh my god sauce yes. on the side yes yes sauce on the side <laughs> oh my god that's amazing what was the cut of the pasta as someone who has worked in more than one italian restaurant oh my um, gosh it was like you know i, I should know it was like no you know how not, like, some, not even you like question like it's the kind of pasta where you like take a little dough ball and then you like rub it against a textured board and then oh, the yeah. pattern of the board appears. Oh, do you know what that's called? Yes, I do. I do. We used to make it. What? Oh my god! But my brain doesn't work because of pandemic. Um, what's it called? It's called um, sh- tip of my tongue. Okay, it was the we had a white sauce pasta that was mm. called. I, I want to say it starts with the C. It's not gnocchi. I always like compare. They look like hot dog buns. You roll them on a wooden board. Yes, they look like yes little that's it. It looks exactly buns. like a little oh my patterned hot dog bun. I'm so mad. Wait, pandemic has absolutely made my brain mush. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Give me. Okay, we. It was a cavatelli. Yes. Oh my god, um, cavatelli. I'm so glad my brain worked. Thank you, brain. Thank you, brain. I will do more crosswords. <laughs> I will do more crosswords. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was my rom com romance moment of the week mia what about you have you had a romantic moment this week oh my gosh um well that's incredible really hard to top um <laughs> let me think because i i have interacted with very few people um um outside of my family <laughs> so i was like really really racking my brain for like i normally feel like i have rom-com moments all the time and yet can't don't uh cannot cannot have one but i um <laughs> this felt very rom commy is that i had a birthday recently um and i had a very um a surprise message from a dear dear face from the past my sixth grade boyfriend reached out <gasps> via the interwebs to wish me a happy birthday because obviously people you knew when you were children know your birthday the best because that's when it, there was few things to know and we all knew whose birthday was when and um and his birthday was five days before mine um and that was something we had in common at that age because at that age is also like yeah. what do you have in common and for us it was our birthday <laughs> Right. Yeah. Was, no, that was yeah. huge. Yeah. For years, we were in the same elementary school classes for years. We all had the same birthday. And that was, you know, that created intimacy. And so <laughs> it's so nice that now as a full adult, you know, um, sweetest man alive, boy next door, figuratively, same neighborhood, same elementary, wow. elementary like 13 going on 30 kind of a definitely, thing. Definitely. Definitely. Right. And it was like, it had been a minute because pandemic and it's hard and just in general. Mm-hmm. And so just to re- <laughs> just to receive a message from the boy next door from from when you're a kid and um and you can connect on things like birthdays um wow it was just it was just such an amazing rom-com moment that i said oh my gosh 
not I said not I responded I literally said not a January 16th goes by <laughs> that I don't think of you <laughs> because I do have forgotten what how to language beautiful I do have forgotten how to speak to people and I that was supposed to be like sort of friendly like friendly response of yes yes we will always share our birthdays so that's romantic (laughs) yeah so I thought so right that yeah there's like sort of a notebook element there um but anyway, it's just a really nice, um, you know, you see this in the long shot when um, Seth Rogen meets yes. um, Charlize Theron and they haven't seen each other since they were young, 13 going on 30. All the classics, a lot of, um, you know, love and basketball, right? It's like everyone yeah. you know from when you're a kid. There's a special romance that never quite dies. So yeah, a shared history. And a that's shared like, history. It's very valuable. Simpler times, bonding over the month of January. Um, (laughs) So that was my rom-com moment this week. Um, Oh, I love it. It was really nice. Well, I guess speaking of rom-com moments that we've had this week, shall we read our first story from our listener? Would love to, cannot wait to discuss. Okay, it goes a little something like this. Hi, Allie and Mia. It's quite possible that you've already taped your latest podcast. We haven't. You're on, you're in time. Um, <laughs> but here is my promised love story for your Valentine's Day episode. Allie, you might know a few of these beginning characters. Ha 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 ha. Oh my God. Are you? We'll see. Um, <laughs> all of the names are different, but the rest is true. This is terribly long with unnecessary detail that is probably very confusing. No, we love detail. We're all no, we live please. for it. All the juicy deeds. Bring it on. Okay. Okay. In March of 2017, I was living in LA and went on a grad school trip to Ghana. Romantic. Oh, already like travel, like traveling abroud, like oh my very like classic your group back. rom-com situation. Perfect sexy circumstance. We're trapped in the same place together. Oh boy, what's going to happen? On a return home, had a layover at JFK. Oh my god. Rather than go very romantic place, hotel, an airport. <laughs> She's setting the scene. It's getting romantic. <laughs> um Rather than going back, my friend and I decided to stay a few days in NYC since it was our spring break. We had different mm. arrangements. My plan was to stay with Matt for a night in Brooklyn and then two nights at a hotel in Midtown with Dan. Romanta. Dan was living in San Francisco and was coming to New York at the same time as me for business. This is probably a good time to mention that this listener who we'll call Lucille, um, Lucille has included a helpful key for different characters in this story. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to fill you in a little bit on who Dan, who she planned to stay for two nights at a hotel in Midtown with. So in Lucille's words, Dan is a college boyfriend who was terrible for me, but then turned into a good friend. The fact that we were friends at all says more about my own issues than him. We have and stripped it apart. Lucille, no judgments. We fully understand. We fully, we yeah. Fully it's like understand. a reverse when Harry met Sally kind of a exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. First we were in love, then we were friends, and then we didn't know we each, didn't other. each other anymore. <laughs> and honestly, wonderful. That you know, very realistic. Okay, great. And now let's circle back to Matt, who she was going to stay with for one night in Brooklyn. Matt, my high school boyfriend's friend from study abroad in London. Okay, this is interesting. We have a third character introduced here, which is her high school boyfriend, Ron. Okay, so Matt, 
studied abroad in London with Lucille's high school boyfriend, Ron. We're all together. Back to Lucille. Yes, you guessed it. I'm also friends with my high school boyfriend, Lucille. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, truly, truly amazing. Both me and I aren't friends with our exes, so we are very impressed. (laughs) We're honestly really impressed. We'd love to know, um, Lucille, how you do it. How does one do it? How does, um, you know, because I haven't figured it out and would love, would love to. Oh, except my sixth grade boyfriend. But, you know, that's, we know, it's because, you know, it's a long time ago. Sixth grade, Uh, yes. Sixth grade, it's a long time. Um. Lucille says we've all gone on trips together and I went to Ron's wedding two years ago where Matt was a groomsman. Matt is hilarious and snarky. Allie, do you feel, do you feel like you know who Dan and Matt are in the story? No, but okay. I do feel like <sighs> the, I'm feeling a little bit of like the other brother kind of a thing <laughs> where it's like the other brother trope where like Ron is like the first brother you date, but then like surprise, you meet his friend who's like, a lot has everything that you like about Ron, but also, you know, actually a little bit has a little something yeah. more. But maybe Matt's not important at all, and I'm reading it wrong. Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> no. See if I'm right. Okay, <laughs> let's find out. Lucille writes: The whole time we were in Ghana, my friend and I were like, "Wow, we're in this tropical environment, basically at the equator, and then we're going to NYC winter. What a drastic change for these two girls from California who don't own winter coats." Lucille, <laughs> that is very rom Um Yes, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps a man will offer you his coat. While we were in Ghana, NYC was preparing for a major storm. It was all over the news, anticipating the arrival. The storm, Stella, was to hit Manhattan the night we were to arrive. Flights were already being preemptively canceled in fear of the storm, including Dan's flight. Fortunately, Matt was nice or enough to let me stay all three Maybe nights. they'll get oh, snowed no, in together. I think Matt's gonna okay, we'll going to be on paper guy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, ooh, romantic. Lucille writes, we landed no problem, but soon after the snow started and the airports closed. I dragged all of my suitcases in the snow through JFK, the subway and Brooklyn. The next morning, we awoke to a beautiful snow day, but the storm wasn't nearly as bad as predicted. Matt kept asking what I wanted to do. I didn't have an agenda since I had been there enough to have seen the city sights. We walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. It was freezing. I asked Matt if he thought I would like living in the city. His response, I think it would be hard for you. Then he suggested that we meet up with his friend, Tyler. Okay. 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 First of all, I'm sensing she's in New York. And it's (laughs) even though it's snowy and cold, it seems romantic. She's like crossing the Brooklyn Bridge. She's seeing the sights. But now a little bit of a left turn. Here's a new character, Tyler. Okay. And let's go back to the key listeners that Lucille has included. So according to Lucille, Tyler is Matt's friend from London Study Abroad. Wait, the same City Abroad program that high school boyfriend Ron was on. So he knows her high school boyfriend, Ron. However, Tyler was not a part of the Ron and Matt friend group. Matt likes to have many groups of friends. Tyler, Matt, and a bunch of other guys stayed closer to the Study Abroad program after they all moved to New York City after college. Okay, great. Here is a girl snowed in New York City with what sounds like a group of a million eligible bachelors. Um, (laughs) Which sounds great to me. (laughs) let's hop back to the story so matt said tyler is either at a bar or on a tinder date but probably at a bar remember going to bars lucille asks oh lucille we do we do i miss miss them so much lucille says so on my last night thursday march 16th matt texted tyler after dinner to see what he was up to sure enough tyler was at a bar with his friend andrew oh my my god. god 
<laughs> okay, okay, Mia, right now, don't read the rest of the story. Let's play spets. Who do we think she ends up with? Matt, Tyler, um, or Andrew? <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Tyler is like Tyler's like the Lothario. He's at the bar, you know, he's he's meeting he's meeting ladies, right? He's at their bar on Tinder. Oh, that's a classic bad boy. So I would say yeah. Andrew. However, rom com lore says the classic bad boys were usually wounded by somebody that made them, you know, purport to be a bad boy and that they're actually a good guy. So at this point, my money's on Tyler. Oh man, it's like I it rom com structure is telling us Tyler, right? Because he would have the biggest character arc from like, you know, kind of like New York's rake to, you know, <laughs> like, you know, boy who's ready to love. Um, but right. Andrew has to have some kind of part in it. I don't know. I'd say yeah. Tyler or Andrew. Okay, that's okay. So let's learn more about Andrew. So let's go back to the key, okay. folks. So in Lucille's key, she writes, Andrew is a college roommate of another guy from study abroad <laughs> named John. But Andrew did not study abroad in London. He became friends with all the guys and joined that group of friends in NYC. Okay, so Andrew did not study abroad in London. However, has joined Lucille's ex-boyfriend, Ron, Matt, and Tyler in a friend group of single boys who live in the city a male sex in the city it's <laughs> exactly what it sounds like that, yeah <laughs> entered into the male episode of sex in the city wow okay i'm really excited to see lucille says uh matt and i arrived and i quickly started to play the stupidest game in the world <laughs> do you know so and so with andrew <laughs> after learning what college he attended i love that game it's a good game to play it's the um, only game with strangers it is. It is. Because it's like, let's find, you know, some kind of, you know, mutual <laughs> thing. Anything. Um, anything. Um, I don't want to have to talk about the snow. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, the stupidest game in the world. Do you know so-and-so with Andrew after learning what college he attended? It's a big effing place. No, you don't know the same people. We quickly decided that we, in fact, do not know the same people. Matt and Andrew were both so kind and friendly and overall very joyful people who love to poke fun at each other and make everyone laugh. Wow. Can I just say, I also just love that in a friend group that your goal is to make everyone laugh and feel comfortable. I feel like that's a lot yes. of emotional intelligence. So now I'm sort of zeroing in on Matt and Andrew saying, okay, high IQ, EQs here. Yeah. I bet they're both very comfortable with crying. Oh, 100%. These <laughs> boys belong in serendipity. They're in New York. It's snowing. <laughs> Uh, get get them a mitten <laughs> to get them, get, get them a glove get them in a glove and get them in a department and- store <laughs> in the glove section yeah <laughs> <laughs> so lucille says they were also very confused when they figured out that i lived in la the whole mm. night they thought i was just originally from there about two hours later i thought of another person and had to ask Ooh, now we're getting some dialogue oh my gosh okay great so let's cast it um i will be lucille okay and i'll be andrew oh do you know brian young yes he was my sweet mate in college he shared a bedroom with john are you going to his wedding no way small world we went to high school together and no we aren't close or anything well then you can be my plus one <laughs> when is the wedding <laughs> Last weekend in September, Lucille does math in her head and realizes the wedding is six plus months away and that this is surely a joke. <laughs> sure. Okay, let's pause. 
First of all, <laughs> me and I are actresses and we are always looking for jobs. So if you liked what you just heard, please cast us. Please. And I would also like to say, Ali and I are actresses always looking for jobs. And if you didn't like what you just heard, keep in mind, that was our first read, right? That was the first yeah. time we ever read it. Imagine what we could do with some adjustment um, and and some, um, some looping exercises, yeah. you know? So we both take direction really well. So um, well. <laughs> um, okay. Well, well, so this bit of dialogue, I mean, nothing. This is just screaming rom com to me. Like, oh let's go to a wedding, and one of the most romantic settings possible. Um, it's like a perfect little sexy circumstance here. It is such a perfect sexy circumstance that in one year there were two rom coms that came out about this very premise: the wedding year and plus one. Yes. Wow. Okay. So now I'm getting okay. Okay. Interested. So now it's now signs are heavily pointing to Andrew being okay. the guy. All right. Okay. But now now we're used to this. We know who's the guy. Let's see if there's an ending fake out. So. <laughs> then Lucille writes so then Andrew and I plot how we're going to convince Brian Brian Young who is the one friend in common they did find that we are dating in real life we told Brian <gasps> that we okay met- wait 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 pause 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 pause, pause, pause. <laughs> okay okay this is like uh, one of my favorite tropes which is like let's pretend that we're dating trope <gasps> oh my god <laughs> Ellie that is the best trope that is oh my god that is drive me crazy yes that is i can't think right now but that is literally one of my all-time favorite things to see it's, in oh room. it's um um uh she's the man it's she's the man oh 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 um all to all the boys i've loved before yes oh my gosh yes it's such a good trope okay so now we're pretending we're dating okay <laughs> now let's let's check out the web of lies they created um lucille writes <laughs> We told Brian that we met at West Elm picking out throw pillows and just knew. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Andrew and I talked about taking trips to Napa to prove our love in our web of lies. Andrew texted a picture of me to Brian and said, my date to your wedding. And Brian seemed to buy the whole story. Please keep in mind, this is about 11 p.m. on a Thursday and I'm watching Andrew and Tyler throw back beers while Matt and I are sober. Lucille says, the night ends and I give them both a hug and Matt and I head home. Somehow, Andrew and I exchanged numbers and we started texting about Napa and the Catalina wine mixer and how my post-grad school plan was to move to uh, San Francisco or NYC. Again, he was very drunk and it was now closer to 2 a.m. Lucille writes, I go back home to L.A. and somehow Andrew and I kept in touch. We went from chatting here and there to two hour FaceTimes at night. (gasps) Romantic. A slow, a slow burn from a lie. It starts with a lie, and it starts with a lie, and it starts with a friendship, like a friendship. friendship. And then all of a sudden, it's who's conning who. The lies become the truth. The lies become the truth. Lucille writes, I graduated in May, but still had another clinical in Palo Alto. Andrew decided that he wanted to come see me in June. He bought a flight and booked a hotel for us in San Francisco to be in the city and have a C. LOL. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Important. AC important. is very important for romance, especially nobody likes a stinky, sweaty romance. Lucille writes, I was so nervous in anticipation, not because I thought we would get bored or not have anything to talk about, just the whole idea that some guy was flying across the country to come see me after meeting me once. Absolutely, Lucille. That is a lot of pressure. But also very, 
romantic. So romantic. It's a big romantic gesture. That's a big gesture. Oh my God. That's the romantic it's a grand gesture. gesture. It's a grand gesture. grand gesture. Oh my gosh. Okay. I spent hours outfit planning. Yes, you did, Lucia. Makeover sequence. Oh my gosh. I'm picturing a montage. I'm picturing a montage yes. there. <laughs> he landed around 11 p.m. after a long day at work on a Friday and was to leave at 3 p.m. on a Sunday, barely a day and a half together. The weekend was nice, but I was still pretty nervous and hormonal the whole time. <laughs> I cried on our first date at the restaurant. I don't even remember why. He was just so sweet. Oh, Lucille. We I've cried on first dates. I've a couple first dates. Cried. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't even. Honestly, I'm crying more than I'm not crying. So who's to say? Lucille writes, the next month, I flew to NYC for the 4th of July weekend, and he came back to see me in August. I finished my clinical <laughs> moved back home with my parents and began studying for the board exam and applying for licensure. At this point, I decided moving to San Francisco would be a cop-out for my actual dream to move to NYC. I got a job, which also somehow involves a snowstorm. (laughs) But this one was worse than predicted, lol. (laughs) Found an apartment and packed up all my stuff. I moved on February 1st, 2018, Andrew met me at the airport. <gasps> oh my God. In New York, that's hard to do. <laughs> that is. I still don't know if I would have had the courage to make a move like that if I had not had Andrew. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And at an airport, a classic rom-com locale. Lucille writes, a little more than a year later, I moved in with Andrew. And on December 3rd, 2020, he Oh my gosh. The guy that drunkenly invited me to a mutual friend's wedding will be the guy I walk down the aisle to someday because, you know, pandemic. Oh. I would like to thank my high school and college boyfriends as well as the snow for bringing me Andrew. Oh my gosh. Zeal. Can I just say how beautiful that is? Because sometimes, like, I don't know if you feel this way, Mia. Uh, you'll be in relationships with people and that you break up and it's horrible. And then you're like, was that a waste? Like, was that just like a waste of my time? Mm. And and it's not, it never is, but it it sometimes feels that way. And like in Lucille's case, it's so lovely. Like I love how she ends this um, story because it's like all of these past loves brought her to, (gasps) Her present love. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like the Ariana Grande song, Thank You Next. That every time I listen to, it, I go, Wow, Ariana Grande is so emotionally um, mature. <laughs> and this is, I think you're so right, right? It's like one of those things where it's like, it's so hard to like risk loving because then you say, Hey, you're my best friend. And then you risk saying, And now we will never speak again if you're me and Allie. Um, if you're Lucille. Exactly. You stay close and then you might just find um, the love of your life in New York City in the snow. Oh, my God. I love this story. Oh, what a good story to get us started. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sending us and letting us share your rom-com moment. And thank you all for listening. We wish you all meetings that are cute and gestures that are grand. And of course, a happy Valentine's Day. Please subscribe and listen to our regular weekly movie review episodes. And we are brought to you by the lovely people of Campfire Media. And P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms.
Hi, my name is Lauren Ash. You may know me from starring in TV shows like Superstore or She-Ra or Scare Tactics. And I'm her sister, Christy Oxborough, semi-professional researcher and fully certified internet sleuth. And together, we are the hosts of True Crime and Cocktails, your new favorite true crime deep dive podcast. In season one of our show, we extensively researched all of the new Netflix Unsolved Mysteries episodes. And beginning in January 2021, season two will be a famous fatalities edition. From mysterious celebrity deaths to famous unsolved cases, we'll be bringing you more boozy true crime combos. So put on your PJs, pour yourself a drink, and join our true crime slumber party. New episodes of True Crime and Cocktails drop every Tuesday. Campfire. 